And I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. I'm a man. I'm 40. You know, it's a dog-eat-dog world, and they fit you with a big old nice pair of milk bone underwear. I'm going to come right back at them. You never see a team play harder than we will the rest of this season. God bless. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Fantasy Guides podcast brought to you by ShopFantasyGuides.com. This is our Wednesday morning special edition, our Devi Rookie Watch update, where we recap last week's college football action and preview the coming week. All of this is to get you way too familiar, way too early uh, with all these college football players, and we're really hoping this can help you in Devi and Dynasty leagues. Um, Last week was kind of the halfway point of the season. We did a whole segment on risers and fallers and kind of talked about even some like top 10 Devi players and things like that. So go back and check that out. Uh, This week will be a little bit shorter pod. We're going to talk about uh, recapping last week and then what to look forward to in the upcoming week. Um, Guys, I actually got to go to a college football game this week. I went and saw the Air Force Academy Falcons take on the Boise State Broncos down in Colorado Springs. Um, It was not a great game. But it is a it is I'm a I'm gonna guess Air Force did not win. No, they didn't win. And that that's that's my favorite team. I went with uh my boy Neil, who I think you guys know, um, played played college ball with him. He's a huge Air Force fan. His grandpa was in the Air Force. So we got we got had the whole family down there and and we did. We stopped by Stevens even on the way down because he lives in Castle Rock on the way. So we got to see Stevens family. It was a really fun day. Um but yeah, they there, we, we talked earlier this week about offenses sputtering and, uh, or the Falcons, that's what it was. The Falcons, how they, they, <laughs> they can't throw the ball and they just, yeah. they run when they're behind, uh, air force was doing that. And it's just like, man, some kind of passing game would be really helpful as they, they kind of, the, they, they came out really flat as the clock's ticking down and they're oh, doing read options. Yeah. There was, yeah, there was their two minute drill was like two fullback dives and then just go into halftime. And we were like, what in the world was that? But uh, yeah, they, a uh, couple of kids from schools that I coached at, not, I didn't coach them cause they, they came a couple years after, but it was cool. Um, it was cool to actually see, you know, local Colorado high school players that have made their way up to air force and uh, we're playing really well actually. So um do you guys catch I, any college football stuff? No, but I do have a question. Yeah, uh, what does a ticket to an Air Force game run you? Like, I'm just so used to like really expensive like NFL tickets. Like, I paid a ton of money to go to the uh, Kansas City Chiefs Tampa Bay Bucks game a few weeks ago. What does it cost to go to like an Air Force game? Because I kind of I feel like I want to go. I think that sounds like it'd be a fun stadium to to check out. Well, they need to update the stadium and apparently they are uh, doing a complete renovation. So the, I was not, you're not going to be blown away by the stadium. Um, Mm. It's old. It's very old stadium, but you can't beat the atmosphere and the location. It's, it's just like literally cut out of the side of a mountain. Um, They've got the Falcon flying around. Just it's like feet above your head. They do Mm -hmm. the flyover with the jets beforehand. And yeah, you can get in there for like nothing compared to some of these other games this that whole stadium was like half full so it's you you won't have any problem getting into an air force game and pretty pretty easy in and out compared to you know going to some of these uh big time colleges or or an nfl game where you have to sit in traffic for two hours afterwards oh yeah it's like 30 minutes from my house i need to i need to i need to check it out 
I would I would highly recommend the day game just because it, it can get a little chilly at night uh, up in the because uh, you like I said you're just cut almost out of the side of a mountain. Um, but like six thousand feet. Yeah, but I love it. Just and and talk about nice people, you know, like just great people and and a cool atmosphere. Um, Casey, I was telling Stephen on my way up there that this this was going to be a very different game to watch than like going to like a CU CSU game where if I, if I wear a Ram shirt, I'm definitely going to have a CU Buffalo co-ed coming up and saying F you, you know, right to my face as I'm mm-hmm. walking in. Uh, you right. don't really get that in an air force game. It's, it's so <laughs> chill. So <laughs> Jesse, fun. I multiple times this weekend stopped. I, I would just, this thought would pop in my head. And I would, I busted out laughing. The thought of Michaela when she was in college and went <laughs> to that game and was like about to vomit. The, Wait, tell, let me tell the story to Casey. Let okay. Me tell the story to Casey. Okay. <laughs> All right. Casey, did you ever do uh, one of the Rocky Mountain Showdown games? Oh, CU, yeah. CSU? Yep. So I've, it's I've uh, two. They, they stopped doing them, I think, because mm-hmm. of just how crazy <laughs> the co eds get. They, they drive down from Boulder and from Fort Collins. And then I don't know if maybe they all have to just stay the night at the stadium because they're so wasted. But my 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 wife and her little sister went to a game one time and they did the whole tailgating thing where they started like four hours before the game. And and so they tied one on. They they drank heavily. And then Kelly was holding uh, her sister's hair back in the bathroom. It was like, I think you just got to let it out. You know, you're, she could tell she was really not doing well. And Kayla's sitting there and kind of trying to get a, a barf out so that they could feel better. And she's like, I don't think it's going to come out. I think I'm doing fine. I think it's going to be okay. And then as she's holding her hair back and Kayla's kind of leaning over the toilet, a hot dog rolls across the floor under the stall. <laughs> and she just, like, that, that got it going. So, <laughs> If you were to give me a list of items that would roll underneath the the bathroom stall, that would have been one of my last guesses because I, the thought of eating a hot dog while sitting on the, if, if nobody's seen it, look up, people listening, Google John Ham's John Ham. It's a, it's a Saturday Night Live skit. Look that up because that's the closest thing I can think of to somebody eating meat in a bathroom stall. I just... I picture somebody hearing the conversation in the stall next door and they got a hot dog and then they like bite the head off the hot dog and chuck it under like a grenade. <laughs> multiple times, Jamie would be like, just look over and I'd be, cra- I'd be cracking up. And she's like, I'm just thinking about hot dog. <laughs> oh God. That was so oh. good. So yeah. So that, uh, the Air Force much more chill atmosphere than trying to go with <laughs> one of one of those types of games. But all right, yeah, let's jump into it. <laughs> we're seven minutes in, we're going to yeah, finally talk exactly. some college football. Casey, did you get to watch any college football this weekend? I did. I really wanted to watch the Clemson Syracuse game, but I'm I'm poor, so I don't have access to that game. Mm. Instead, um, as everyone knows, you get to watch Notre Dame whenever you want. So I was forced <laughs> to watch. The Notre Dame UNLV game. Um, mm. Things of notes. I can't. <laughs> things of notes. Um, that tight end for uh, Notre Dame. He's pretty good. I think he broke the uh, touchdown record for Notre Dame uh, for a tight end this week. Yeah, I think one of the commentators that was uh, 
maybe it was college football final or something like that. They, they were literally just like, when is somebody going to cover Michael Mayer? And <laughs> I think, I think he's just that good. So I'm, I'm, you know, I don't mind you bringing him up cause he's one of those guys that really pops. I think he's in his own tight end tier when it comes to next season. If you are in need of a tight end, maybe you make a move to get up there into the first round and, and take him Cause I think he could be a difference maker at that position. And I think there's a pretty big fall off after that. Um, it feels a lot more like last last season's tight end class after Mayer. So just something to consider. And then, yeah, that, that Syracuse-Clemson game was actually the game on over at Stevens South. Sorry, you weren't invited. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, four, number 14, Syracuse at number five, Clemson, went back and forth. Uh, I showcased Will Shipley on my Instagram this week, and he had a huge game. He's only a true sophomore, really good running back out of, out of Clemson, kind of does all the things. Um, I think he could be a cheat code running back, but you got to wait a couple years. And then the Syracuse running back, Sean Tucker, he looked really good as well. And um, that guy is going to be available. So we did, we've had some dynasty questions and people asking, you know, should I be holding on to these picks? I got three first round picks, you know, just imagine having Damian Pierce, Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker all with the, in the first round. Cause I think there's those types of running backs kind of some some guys that will be playing right away. I think there's a lot of them coming up. Sean Tucker is one of them from Syracuse. So great game. Clemson ended up pulling it off, but Syracuse played really well. The other really fun one, college game day went to Oregon, and I took the over. The over was 69 and a half, and I had some people be like, man, that's kind of crazy. That's a lot of points. It hit easily. That, that was a uh-huh. total shootout. And Bo Nix, you know, again, just – Bo Nix had an up and down career at Auburn, but he is red hot right now for Oregon. And they ended up beating UCLA uh, DTR. They call him Dorian Thompson Robinson. The quarterback from UCLA played pretty well, but Bo Nix is just, he is lights out and Oregon watch out. They, they, they have a path to the playoff if they keep winning. So we'll have to kind of monitor that and see what happens. Um, number 20, Texas at number 11, Oklahoma state was also a, a decent game, another shootout. I thought it might be. I took the over and I hit on that. Xavier Worthy was great. Quinn Ewers mm. kind of struggled down the stretch. And uh, Spencer Sanders and Oklahoma State got the win there. I took uh, Kansas State at TCU, and they had the game in hand. They were winning almost the entire game, and TCU made a big comeback at the end. And, uh, man, TCU, that they're right up there in the top five or so now. They, they, if the playoffs started today, they'd be in the playoffs. So it's, it's just wow. wild, um, that, that they've made that much of a impact. And this is the, the coach is it's his first year there. And, um, I want to know who their strength and conditioning coach is, because I feel like all of their players just look huge. Hmm. Um, and, and some of them were skinny guys last year. So a couple of really good players for TCU to keep an eye on the, especially the wide receiver there. Um, I don't have his name written down, but he's, he's a guy, Quint, I think it's Quentin Johnson. He's a guy that, uh, could be, could be an interesting draft choice. And then the last game I featured last week was, was Minnesota at number six, Penn 16, Penn state. I felt like Penn state would roll and they did, um, Nick Singleton. He's a true freshman running back. He should definitely be on dynasty boards at this point, or sorry, Debbie boards, um, he he's pretty electric as a freshman running back looked really good this week. So what about the guy from Minnesota? I, I didn't get to watch that game. Um, 
So I I don't know how much of a factor he was, uh, Mo okay. Ibrahim, but he he's also a, a guy that we need to keep an eye on heading into the draft. Um, okay. The one that did pop again was Jalen Hyatt, the Tennessee wide receiver. He caught five touchdowns against Alabama. They played Tennessee Martin, an FCS school, but he had seven catches for 174 yards and two touchdowns. So he looked really good again. He's explosive player, bigger guy. Um, he could be could be a could be locking up a spot in the draft pretty high at this point. Um, one hey, interesting hey, player. Oh, yeah. can I can I bring someone up real quick, Jess? Sure. Uh, I just looked this up while you were talking. Um, but uh, Mohammed Ibrahim had 30 carries for 102 yards in that yep. game. So he's a guy that I feel like you're the only person I've heard talk about. So maybe maybe uh, this could be a nice was- little. I think under the just, radar guy. Yeah, I think it was just the injury that kind of kept him off list. He he should be rising up. People people are on him. It was just the injury they took him off some boards. I think, but he'll be he'll be back up there. I think so. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's I I always get that's another one of those uh, tomato tomato things. I think it's Mohammed Ibrahim is like higher or something. Like it changes every yeah. week. I feel like so, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, good player there. Um, one interesting one, I don't really know what to make of at this point, but Jalen Daniels, he transferred from Arizona State over to LSU, and LSU kind of upset uh, Ole Miss. And Jalen Daniels, he had 248 yards passing and two touchdowns, and then 121 yards and three touchdowns rushing. He's a super oh, wow. athletic guy. Um and he was one of those guys that was really really highly recruited, went to Arizona State. You asked me, I think it was last week when you were asking me about um, Herm Edwards at Arizona State. And Jalen Daniels, his true freshman year was really the reason that Arizona State looked like they were going to win the Pac-12 that next year. And then things kind of unraveled and he ended up transferring out because uh, I think he kind of saw the writing on the wall with that whole Herm Edwards thing. And he went to LSU and won that starting job and helped them upset Ole Miss. Ole Miss was undefeated. I think they were in the top seven or eight in the nation or something like that. Um, so that was a huge win and, and he's starting to play well. So keep an eye on him as a quarterback. Um, we'll kind of see how he goes. And and then we also talked about last week how uh, Kayshawn Booty hasn't really been doing much. And yeah, he had, I think he had four catches for 43 yards. So again, just not, not kind of what you want if you're taking a guy in the first round of a dynasty draft or Debbie draft, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. A uh, little sleeper wide receiver for you guys, Nathaniel Dell. He's a wide receiver for the Houston Cougars. I think he could be a sneaky good player. He he was on some All-American list, so it's not like he's total unknown. Um, but he had a huge game against Navy. He was targeted eight or targeted 10 times. He had eight catches, 93 yards, two touchdowns. So I might feature him in our post this week, Steven. Also, yeah, if, you, I mean, if you draft him, somebody might tell you, dude, you're getting a Dell. Which is pretty cool. Where are the crickets? Do we still have the crickets sound effect? I, we do, I mean, but I'm I'm in control now, Jesse. <laughs> that uh, that commercial's got to be twenty years old at this part. I know we're dating, we're dating ourselves. Uh, yeah. Just, but uh, you know, does Dell still why... make a computer? I don't even know. Oh yeah, yeah. They're still they're still. I think they're both. Well, it's like the. It's like the Chromebook thing is big now, right? Okay. Those, well, except that's probably a Google company, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't not know. I don't know. Um, all right. up Upcoming this next week, there's not a 
ton of huge games, honestly. Um, I think game day is maybe going to the... Actually, let me ask you this, Stephen. Do you know which two teams play in the world's largest outdoor cocktail party? I would say the largest outdoor cocktail party? Which two teams? Yep. I, I would probably say Ohio State, Michigan. That's a good guess. That that one's called The Game. That's the name of that one. But okay. uh, no, this week we've got number one Georgia uh, against Florida, and they play in Jacksonville at a neutral site. And, and the name of that game is the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. And I think it's, uh you know, like the hot dog rolling through the <laughs> under the stall thing. I'm guessing that that would be one of those atmospheres. <laughs> Jesse gets me every time. It's funny. <laughs> I gotta remember. I'm gonna bring hot dogs to stadiums from now on. Just, <laughs> just, just well, now they they come. They got that resealable like little pouch. Yeah. Well, that'd be easy. <laughs> I'm, you know what, Chase? If you're doing it, I'm coming with. Okay? <laughs> I just want to see hijinks. Oh, man. I do. I do love Casey made it even better though with his grenade thing, where you bite the top <laughs> off and then roll. That's awesome. Um, so Georgia, Georgia is a twenty-two and a half point favorite over Florida in that game. Man, that seems wow. like a lot of points. It I don't does. like Florida. Florida. This is a like their Super Bowl. I I don't know. I just feel like Georgia wins by twenty-one. You still win money, right? So I don't. I might go with the Gators. <laughs> Plus twenty two and a half points in that one. Um, well, which quarterbacks playing for for Florida? It, it's still Anthony Richardson, and he and he's actually started to look a little bit better. So yeah, I I think with that type of dynamic playmaker, maybe keep it close. I, Georgia is so good, so maybe not. But I don't know. I'm I'm kind of leaning towards Florida with those points. Um, and then uh, number two, Ohio State is at number 13 Penn state and Ohio state is a 15 and a half point favorite. I'm going the other way with this. I feel like they're going to beat them by 20. So I'm, I'm going with Ohio state. I don't, I think Penn state, even at number 13, um, just isn't in the same ballpark as Ohio state, even at home, it's kind of a noon kickoff. So I don't know that they'll get the whole whiteout, uh, night atmosphere that would really make a big difference. So, I think Ohio State might run them out of the stadium. And if you want to watch potential Debbie and Dynasty players, just watch the Ohio State Buckeyes because every single mm-hmm. one of their offensive players is a possible Debbie Dynasty guy at this point. You, everybody knows about C.J. Stroud, but Trevion Henderson, their running back, is he's a top five Debbie player on a lot of lists. Um, Mayan Williams, we brought up the backup running back. Every single one of those receivers is unbelievable. Smith and Jigba isn't even playing and they just keep lighting up everybody every week because every one of these guys is a blue chip. And uh, it's just like kind of how Bama was when they got rolling in recruiting where they just keep rolling in another blue chip uh, wide receiver. Marvin Harrison Jr. Is the guy right now. That's just unstoppable. He's, he's only a true sophomore. So it's a Debbie and not a dynasty thing, but man, he is, he, he's the real deal. That game, that game against Iowa was one that was on Casey and, uh, my wife is from Iowa, so she saw, she sees it and she goes, "Oh, Iowa! We, we want to watch that one." And it was, I think, sixteen to seven when Jesse turned it on, and he goes, "No, this is going to get <laughs> this is going to get ugly." And, Can't and, believe uh, they scored seven. Fifty-four to ten was the uh, final. So Jesse, you know, he might have uh, been onto something there. Yeah. 
Yeah, they. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do in Iowa. Man, they need <laughs> to do something because that offense is is pathetic. Uh, number nine, Oklahoma State is at number twenty-two, Kansas State. I heard that Adrian Martinez and Deuce Vaughn are banged up for Kansas State. That's not good. And for whatever reason, they're they they're still they're giving Oklahoma State one one and a half points. So don't quite understand that with the injury news to Kansas State. I think I'm rolling with the Cowboys in that one. Yeah. Um, number 19, Kentucky at number three, Tennessee. We we are going to need to have a conversation at some point, Stephen, about Will Levis. Have you heard about the quarterback from Kentucky at all? Yeah, of course I have. But um, why don't you kind of lead the <laughs> conversation here? I don't want to step on your segment. <laughs> You know? So the the athletic did put out an article the other day, and it said that there's only three uh, big time quarterbacks coming out this year. It said C.J. Stroud, um, Bryce Young from Alabama, C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, and Will Levis from Kentucky. So Will Levis was the guy throwing to Wandale Robinson last year. He transferred from Penn State to Kentucky, and everyone loves. I th- I think they really love the measurables. Because he's the closest looking thing to Josh Allen that you're going to find in the upcoming draft. So I think we could do an entire episode where we just talk about quarterbacks. And I started a ton of research on star rate versus bust rate is what I started calling it. And just this idea of choosing quarterbacks because of an athletic profile versus choosing quarterbacks that are. Heisman Trophy winners uh, mm-hmm. uh, have helped their team win championships and done a ton of data collection on this and would love to continue to talk about this. I'm not going to get too much into it right now, but um, I feel like Will Levis, people are going to fall in love with him, but we'll see also where he kind of ends up after the, you know, the season wraps up. So, You know, I think one thing I'm, I'm actually looking forward to once we get to about January, when we start talking about these guys we could probably have little mini episodes talking about each of these dynasty rookies coming out. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think it'd be great. I'm down. Thanks fellas. Yeah. I think uh, one thing that keeps getting me, Steven, I keep laughing every so often, just thinking about that hot dog. (laughs) It'll get you. You're going to be brushing your teeth tonight and you're just going to (laughs) You're just going to start giggling and picturing. I wasn't even there. It's hilarious. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. All right, guys. You guys guys. have a great have a great day. See ya. See you later. Arby's, we have the meat. (laughs) Perfect with the hot dog drop. That is good. That's a good one.